Well, welcome back, everyone who is either watching or listening this episode of the Leaders Fuel Daily podcast. I appreciate everyone being here and following along. It's been a lot of fun to do this. So today I'm with Josh Crumley. Josh, I am getting to know you very well, and I'm enjoying that process very much. We are together in a uh, business networking group, Mm -hmm. and we're also currently going through the Resilient Entrepreneur Study together. And I just want to tell you right off the bat how much I've enjoyed getting to know you. You've got such a great, pleasant, and very approachable manner to you. And uh, it really matters. And I have, I know if I'm going to send someone to do business with you, I feel very confident in what's going to happen there. And we'll learn all about that. But I would really want to hear about your journey. I want to hear about your entrepreneurial journey One of the things that I share in Leaders Fuel is this idea of the heroic entrepreneur, and that is my way of using what's called the monomyth. There was a guy named Joseph Campbell who spent a lot of time studying all of these myths through history, and he, what he realized is they all had these commonalities to them and these very critical stages So if you took one story compared to another story, you would see these similarities. And so I thought, that's like an entrepreneur. That's really the journey. And just very quickly, it's the idea that you start at the status quo and then you go through these stages and the end back there. But you're basically starting in the ordinary world and then you go into the special world. And in the special world, you have some kind of a quest and you basically conquer something and then you come back with treasure to give away and you're not the same person. So anyway, that's just a setup to ask you, just tell about your journey. How how in the world, we're going to hear all about what you actually do in a bit, but but let's back up and just talk about your heroic entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. Wow. Um, You know, I I think for for any entrepreneur goes, goes way back for me. It goes all the way back to childhood. Uh, you know, my grandfather was an entrepreneur, owned many different businesses from restaurants to custodial supply, uh, you know, um, just just all kinds of different things. And so, you know, I kind of grew up to where, hey, if you, you want money to, to go out and buy stuff and do stuff with your friends, well, you need to go earn it. And I, I wasn't necessarily built for, uh, for the nine to five, um, you know, sitting in a sitting in an office or at a desk. And so, you know, if, if it was anything when I was a kid, I was, you know, in, at elementary school, I'd go to the five and dime store, buy candy, then upsell it to friends. You know, I'd have a lawn service business. I, anything and everything that I could do to make money, um, you know, was, was kind of what I was going to do. Then, you know, I, I went through school and, 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 and went to college, uh, graduated, um, you know, came out, you know, in the mindset, hey, you know, you, you graduate, got to slide into a job. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, kind of going back, I, I just wasn't a good fit for that, but I, you know, I stuck with it. Um, yeah. you know, work, trying to work myself through to see what was there, uh, 2008, nine, 10 during that recession period. And, um, you know, I, I had bought my house during, during, uh, it's probably the worst time, you know, 2008, uh, a month later, I, I actually lost my, my job. Um, Lost it, got another job, um, was there for about three or four months, lost it again. And, and I just realized, man, I, I mean, you know, the, the one thing is, is that, you know, these, these folks, these companies were kind yeah. of, um, you know, had 
had my destiny in their hands. Anytime that their, their books were a little bit shaken, you know, I, I you know, me and you were, and I could be on the chopping block. Absolutely. Every single yeah. time. And so I, I just remembered, man, like I've got to figure something out. So in my head, I'm always just trying to find something to do. How, how can I break, break free? Um, you know, of, of, of just having, you know, my whole life, you know, lie on, on, on rely on these folks. And, yes. um, and, you know, I kind of got to the point, um, I got married, um, again, slid, you know, slid back into a, to a, to a nine to five, you know, provided me a, a comfortable income while I was yes. married, um, had a kid, uh, my son, Evan, um, and at about six months, he was about six months old. We, you know, I got a really good job, um, bought a new house, uh, you know, with the new house, double the mortgage that, you know, um, and, and then boom, um, you know, they, they outsourced my job, you know, to, to Germany. I've got a bigger house with a bigger mortgage. Um, you know, not a few years married, not, not very many years, yeah. you know, so I had a whole lot of pressure and, um, now here I am, uh, I've been in my current position kind of working for myself for the last five years. And, yes. you know, I just realized that every single one of those failures, you know, uh, learning experience and led to something yes. and, uh, it's been, it's been very good for me. So. so it sounds like from early on, you at least understood the value of a, of a dollar, meaning a dollar earned and not just the idea yep. that someone needed to give you something in order for you to be able to be taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah. And better yet, save those dollars. Okay. <laughs> so you, so that was a part of it for you. Uh, like you sort of understood that at least bit of economy that you shouldn't just because, you know, I love that idea of you, you, that enterprising part of, of being an entrepreneur is that, Hey, I'm going to go to the five and dime and buy candy. And then I'm going to upsell it to my friends. That's a, you know, that's the <laughs> enterprising bit. But then when you get the money is that, you did you have that idea? Like save some of this money whenever you got it in as a kid, even. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, the, the biggest thing is, is that I knew that I needed, if I wanted to do something, I had to have it. I didn't yes. want to always go out there and have to hustle every time I wanted something. So if I had the money, um, yeah, I know that one, I didn't have to borrow from my parents. You know, that mm -hmm. wasn't, that wasn't one, one thing that I wanted to do. Yes. Um, and then to go out and find sort of business to do, you know, it wasn't, hey, you make it, then you go blow it. It's, yeah. hey, I, I want to keep this. And then when I really want something, I got it, you know, car, yeah. Yeah, whatever it was. So, yeah. So you understand, you, you got to see what it was like to want something, go work and earn your own money for it. And then be able that sort of level of satisfaction of I paid for this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I owe nobody anything. Yes. And it's mine, you know? Yes. Yes. That is wonderful. I, I love that. And then, so then you had sort of this uh, macro recession, I suppose, with 2008. I wondered when you were talking about the 2008, I'm thinking, I bet people that are listening to this, there's people going, yep, yep. A lot yeah, of people had, that's so. a common story for many people. And then you had more of like a micro recession because your job got outsourced. And so you had to tap into some resourcefulness. And um, so, so, I mean, that's kind of, you know, it, part of this entrepreneur's journey is there's a call 
and that call and it's it's the the idea of the call is it's your call to adventure it's saying and and for you you sounds like you had this inner thing always going i really want to do my own thing i don't want to rely upon someone else and sort of be at their beck and call or be at the whims of of their conditions and circumstances that could put me on the chopping block you, you wanted to be able to build your own security. Maybe is that, am I understanding that right? Absolutely. You know, we always rely on others, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, in some form or fashion, everybody, there's nobody in the world that says I've did, I've done everything by myself. You know, that, that word self-made is it, kind of used very loosely. You know, there's a lot of people that have helped me, you know, there's support from family, there's support from friends. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, my clients, if I didn't have any of those, I'd, you know, where would I be? So, 100%. you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things to where it, it, it completely builds up, but, you know, learning from the situations that you've been in um, and then, you know, taking those failures and, and using them in your favor yeah. uh, to, you know, to, to create whatever it is you're trying to create, you know, people, that's the one thing is that people fail and then they give up so quickly. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Um, Everybody and, fails though. And you know, sometimes if you're working for someone else and the buck doesn't really stop with you, it's kind of easier to give up. There, there's a lot of situations where, you know, if there's not the right level of accountability and also the right level of empowerment, you know, I might get away with sort of a failure cycle, uh, you know, but when, yeah. when it's all for you and, and there's other people counting on you. So let me, I have a couple of questions for you. So sure. I understand that you had some circumstances that really kind of pushed you using this analogy out of the ordinary world and into the special world. But, but you also had to choose at that time, you had to make the choice to say, I'm not going back to work for someone else. I'm going to go do, I'm going to go work for me yep. and I'm going to bank on me. I'm going to, mm-hmm. And so I'm going to invest in me and my yep. family. And, and so what, can you think of like, what were you putting on the line at that moment of decision? What was it that you were putting on the line to make that choice? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it was really, um, you know, the, it was, it was basically my family in, in how we were going to live from that point on. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I went to college, I can slide into another, you know, nine to five job, um, making whatever, knowing that it's there. Um, and, and there's some comfort of that, but man, I, you know, like I said, I, I had, I had purchased a bigger home. My family had grown, you know, that's something that's kind of was the next step. Um, I just done that, you know, my son, uh, I think when you have kids, right. Like there's certain levels of responsibility. Like when you're single, you're like, yeah, you know, I'm out here when you get married mm -hmm. then it's like, all right, I got, but now then you have kids. Right. And that that right there kind of takes it to that next level. And you realize, man, you know, I want them to have the absolute best life. And that's what I did. I knew I wasn't going to be able to make it what I was doing. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm, I'm not these kind of guys. Mm -hmm. But I have I, I think I have a better and a different skill than what they do to make yeah, you know, for sure. whatever it is I want to make. And I, I don't want to have, uh, you know, work and work and work, um, you know, and, and be limited with my income. I even now and try to create next. So if they took this away, I would slide right into this, right? And then you know, mm -hmm. what's the next. And so I just can never picture myself ever again 
you know, going back to the life of, um, you know, the nine to five cubicle life lifestyle. I mean, some people are built for it. I'm, I'm just not. So you're saying that you've got this commitment now to this, that, and you talked about this idea of taking the challenges and using them for your good. And I love to think of that, this whole Aikido blending with life. So I, I, uh, practice Nihon Goshen Aikido. And the whole idea of Aikido is like you use the force of your opponent to your own advantage and you turn it around. If you kind of think of like the yin and the yang symbol and the way that that looks, um, that's a good sort of word picture for me of blending with life and and that, you know, so, so I said all that to say at this point, you're all in if by chance, whatever you're doing now, some external force somehow yanked that rug out, you're going to go find the next thing. Yep. Absolutely. And that's not, and you gain that. Yeah. You gain that with confidence, right? Like, you know, that's the big thing is that, I mean, same thing for you, Rick, you would probably like, Hey, if if this didn't work, you have the confidence because you know, this has worked to where you can go and and do something else. You, you know, you have kind of the, the, I I guess the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Move that up, maybe try it, try it somewhere else. Which before, you know, you were just trying to figure things out along the way. Yeah. You know? Hey, say that last sentence again because you cut out just a little bit. So you you, you talked about the confidence improvement. So say say that last bit that you just said one more time. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's basically you've you've just kind of you know up to this point, you know, you, with your first venture, you've you've kind of figured everything out just as you go, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you've created you know, this game plan. Now you, 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 this, this little recipe for success. And that gives you confidence to where, yes. Hey, if this stops, man, I, all right, I, I can move over here. It's just figuring out, you know, what you want to do. Right. And then mm-hmm. taking that game plan that you have and running with that. So for sure. So, okay. Again, going back to this analogy of the heroic entrepreneur and, and going into the special world. So, so talk about, like what's something about yourself that you know is not the same as you were maybe like 15 years ago? What's something now that being an entrepreneur has shown you about yourself that you're aware of? Well, um, I guess the, the ability to succeed, you know, Mm -hmm. I I was always still am uh, my worst enemy. You know, I would discourage myself. I taught myself out of something before I even would get started. Yeah. And, um, you know, that, that was the biggest thing. So, so that self growth, um, and, and just trying to remain positive. I, you know, even when I got into this job, first thing is, man, boom, you're going to fail. This is going to go horribly for you. And even though things have been going great, one little blurb and, you know, you're, you're just ready to, to kind of move forward. But, you know, God, me 15 years ago compared to me 15 now is there's confidence there. There's, there's, um, there's a bit of relief uh, as far as, um, just feeling like I can, I can do so much more. I'm so much more, you know, just confidence in myself and, and I don't let myself, you know, talk me out of, out of doing things that I want to do anymore. I just do it and see how, see how it goes. And, and so let me just go circle back and say, do you believe that there is a direct correlation that what's developed in you to having been an entrepreneur versus having worked for someone else? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, you count on you and that is it. And there's, 
that's empowering. I mean, that's awesome. The only person that can succeed is you. The only person that can fail is, is you. There's, yeah. there's nobody else to blame it on. There's nobody else to worry about. It's, it's you. So. Yeah. And I think even people, when you're working with teams of people, that's, that still applies. And okay. So one, a couple more questions. One is for yourself, how do you know, this is what this, I'm going to tell you why I'm asking you this question. Sure. Because of what you just said, you know, one of the things about the heroic entrepreneur is the idea of trials. And really the, it's, when you think about the, the ordinary world versus the special world, you could say that the ordinary world is your comfort zone. And I think when anyone who goes on any kind of journey of personal development understands, at least at some point, it occurs to them, I do not grow inside of my comfort zone. I grow when I get out here and get stressed when there's trials and, you know, there's this zone of growth that's somewhere outside of me being too comfortable. So for you, what are your, what indicators might you have that would tell you, you know what, I feel like I might be getting a little too comfortable because I think that the one, the advantage that the entrepreneur has by and large is that life as an entrepreneur pushes you outside your comfort zone a lot of times, whether yeah. you would choose to be there or not. So, so, but the question is, I think, what do you, how do you know when you're being too comfortable? <laughs> I sleep too well, you know, okay. that's, the, that's yeah. the problem. Yes. You know, it, there is a, there's a level and there is a level of anxiety, you know, with, with being an entrepreneur, it, it's there and it's mm-hmm. there all the time, but it's either you know how to use that in a positive manner or you yeah. let it eat you alive, right? So mm-hmm. um, for me, it's, it's been trying to, to use it in a positive manner. But I, I do know that, um, you know, I, I don't go on a lot of vacations. Um, you know, I, I work, but when I'm on vacation, I know that, hey, it's time to end this vacation and get back to work when I just, you know, I get too relaxed yeah. and I sleep really too well. But, it, but it, you know, that's, that's the one thing I... I, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly, I, I don't think I'm ever truly, truly comfortable. Uh, I, think I ever will be, um, but that's, you know, that's what gives our edge, right? That's why we do what we do and we're good at it, or at least try to be the best we can be at it is, is because we always feel like, Hey, this is gonna, this is gonna get ripped away from us, you know, and, and, and knowing that somebody's working harder than you to maybe take that away from you is, is one of those things where um, it always just kind of keeps me going. It keeps me moving forward. Yeah. So there's a healthy level of that, I think is what you're saying is there's a way to be healthy. I think, you know, people, the comment I'll make on that is that people talk about balance a lot. They love to use the word balance, but I don't, I don't really think balance is a, is a, an appropriate word because if everything was in balance, we wouldn't move because the moment we moved, yeah. then it would be Absolutely. out of balance. So so to just try to achieve balance in life isn't exactly the way, but I think it's more about harmony, meaning everything's not going to be 50, 50. And the idea is the beauty of being an entrepreneur, you know, if you work for someone else, then yeah, you go on vacation and you just leave it all behind. That's okay. I mean, but when you work for yourself, you don't have, you don't may, may necessarily have the luxury of leaving it all behind, but you get, to actually play while you work. So, you know, you're not, yeah. 
you can be there and you can manage just the the small things and yet still be enjoying the flexibility of being with your family and doing things absolutely with your family so so it sounds like you know, I could see how someone listening to that would be like, well, that doesn't sound very fun. That doesn't sound very healthy. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, it's really kind of in your, it, when you take the full accounting of it, we actually come out much, much more on the better end. And of course, you know, we could slice that up financially and say, you know, from a tax standpoint, you could have been writing, writing some of those things off, perhaps. I'm sure there's people that are, have figured out how to do that. Um Nevertheless, uh, I do I do appreciate that. Let me, so I have one more question, and then I I really want to know more about sure. what what your what your uh, company and what you do. And but my question is, tell me like you I asked you kind of about how you are different versus you know this sort of pre um, entrepreneurial journey. But tell me. Wh- how does your family benefit from who you are right now? Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, when I, when I come home, um, it, it's gotten to the point to where like, you know, at this point, uh, in, from, from where I started to where I, where I began is, you know, I'm able to shut it off, you know, for, for several hours. Um, you know, the big thing is, is I want to see, I want, I want to have my, my wife and my kids be proud of me. I, everything that I do is for them. It's not for sure. me. I want, I want to give them a great life. I, I want, I, you know, show my kids uh, what it's like to, you know, to, to work really hard, um, you know, to be able to, to create things, you know, bring, bring them into the office with me. If I have to go in on a weekend, just kind of, you know, just to see what I do, you mm-hmm. know, and they don't, they don't understand it, but they know, Hey, dad works and this is what dad does. And, um, you know, they, you know, and it kind of goes back, Rick, to where, you know, vacation, right? Like this whole COVID thing, the, the one thing that came from it is that we can, we can do our job. We've learned that we can do, a lot of us can do our job from anywhere, right? And yeah. so, you know, mm-hmm. we took, we took a longer vacation than we normally did this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was great. My, you know, now, now, you know, we're able to be together, go somewhere, but I can still, you know, do my thing and work. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're on vacation, right? And you, you kind of brought that to the forefront there with your comment previously is, you know, they're, they're seeing, hey, dad, dad can have fun and, and get out. We can go places and he can work. And, you know, we're not stuck at home and I, he's not stuck in an office. So it's, you know, I'm with that, I'm in a better mood. And, and that's, you know, that's better, too. So, um, you know, but I think I think, you know, I'm a lot happier. When, mm-hmm. when, it, when everything is on me, be quiet. Some, some people, you know, that stresses and, and it is, it's stressful, but I'm not sitting in a cubicle, man. I was miserable in that life. And they, yeah. they saw every part of that, you know, it was, uh, yeah. you know, now I'm, I'm happy. I, I feel better. I'm healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of good things to that. It's a lot of freedom in what you're doing. So what one, any sort of parting advice that you would give for anyone who's, maybe there's someone, let's, let's, let's make this specific. Someone who's out there and they're considering, now let, I want to be clear about what I'm about to say. I would never tell someone just to up and leave your job just to be an entrepreneur. And there's more than one way to make that transition. I'm not suggesting that the only way to do it is through a crisis or the only yeah. way to do it is through a leap. I think there's a lot of wisdom, you know, people sort of tapering off of working for someone else and tapering into working more for themselves. But uh, 
I'm just speaking to that person who is just all they're doing is hesitating. Like, in other words, all things are pretty equal. They could do it. Uh, what, what advice would you give that person that's just, just hesitating and they know they are? Well, um, can, I, I guess, could you, could you sit right where you are today doing what you're doing right now and be fine with that? If, if the answer is no, then there, there's your decision right there. If you can't, nice. you have one life, right? And it is short. Mm -hmm. If you can't sit here and look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm good with right where I'm at. If this thing doesn't work out, I'm just going to stay here in this, this job and, mm -hmm. and not worry about what I got going on here. If you're perfectly fine with that, then, then stay, you know, you're, you, you kind of, you're not ready for that anyways. But, but if you're like, man, this would be miserable to continue to do this the rest of my life. There you go. Move forward. You, Cause there's only one direction. There's, there's, you know, there's forward uh, in life. Yeah. There's, there's no going back. So for sure. Um, you have to make that decision and, and, and be good with it. Um, you know, you can taper it off like you mentioned, Yes. but you gotta be, you know, two feet in, you can't have one in one out and, and I don't know what I'm, I don't know. And, and then, cause it's never going to be perfect. It's not. Yeah. I love that. Jump right in. Okay. Um, any, uh, well, let's, so let's do this. I really, um, man, thank you for sharing. Let me just say that. I, I really appreciate that you, shared what you did me. and I could see where we need to have a lot more conversations and keep the, keep it going because, and every time I hear about someone's story, it, it really, the whole point of me doing this is entrepreneurial empowerment. That's why I even want to do this. I want to help, you know, I want to add value to people and bring other people along and, and, uh, but the point of all the, that leaders feel daily is, is entrepreneurial empowerment. And I have been, been, I've benefited from hearing your story. So thank you very much for that. Hey, thanks for having me. And now what I need to know is what do you do? So you, so now you're in this other business, exactly what is that? And, and what do we, what does, what do people need to know about what you do? Absolutely. So I am in the wonderful world of, of insurance. <laughs> I'm in a world where nobody likes to talk with it. It's, it's hard to understand, uh, but everybody kind of needs some. Um, you know, I do specifically uh, health insurance, um, life insurance, uh, supplemental insurance, you know, mm -hmm. dental vision, cancer plans, things like that. Um, you know, group plans for for small businesses uh, and Medicare for the 65 and older. And all okay. those things can be very confusing, mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in, in this day and time, it's consistently moving. So I try to take all of that um, and really just you know, sit down with you, find out what's going to be best for you, uh, you know, fix your person, but you know, your budget uh, mm -hmm. as well, make sure that you can afford it. Um, but I work for a company called, uh, you know, health markets. I'm an agent under, under a name called health markets insurance agency. Okay. Um, you know, our office is on uh, 409 Mills Avenue in Greenville, South Carolina, but I'm licensed here in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and Tennessee. Okay. So, yeah. And the way that it works is you're you're building your own business under the name and under the company of Health Markets, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of similar to you know how you know you you work under 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 a certain name, um, mm -hmm. but you know I started with without any without any clients. I had to to build that up and um, you know grow it. You know all all you know all we really do is uh, you know we do get you know I, I do have an office. Um, 
you know, which, which is great. Um, and, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit different, you know, there's no salaries there. There's nothing like that. It's, it's building it yourself. And, uh, I love that, you know, yeah. building something that's my own. I don't mean this in a negative way, but I've heard people describe that as you eat what you kill, meaning that no one's, no one's out there building your business for you. You you're out there building it. And, and I understand, and I hear from you, you're an advocate for people when it comes to the kind of insurance that uh, is, is something that is a normal part of life. It's there when you, when you need it. And when you need it, you do not want to be without it. And also that it is, there is some complexity to it. And, and a wise person has someone that they can trust like you who is in their corner, making sure that you're getting taken care of when it comes to any of those eventualities of, you know, health, dental, vision, any of that stuff. And um, so, and you hit the nail uh, on the head. I'm an advocate, you know, that's the biggest thing. I'm just here. It's, it's all for you. I'm just here to help you understand it, help you find something. Mm-hmm. And then if you have problems, you know, you have somebody to reach out to instead of a 1-800 number trying to figure things out yourself. Like that's the most frustrating thing, you mm-hmm. know? So, yep, you're just here to help. Well, and, you know, I think that what's great about this is that, you know, there will very likely be people listening to this who they are working for themselves and meaning that no one else is providing that coverage for them as a part of some kind of a benefit package that they have to provide it for themselves and perhaps are even providing it for other people. So, um, you know, I would, I, I, I have, like I said at the beginning, I have no hesitation whatsoever of sending someone your way. And I certainly, um, you know, hope and pray that this would, you know, help you connect with someone who absolutely is needing it and could continue to do that. So um, thank you very much for being a part of this. And I just want people to know before I, we say goodbye that uh, there's going to be some more information about you and ways to get a hold of you anywhere that this is broadcast or published. So um, that, that, you know, we're not saying it in this moment, but it'll be there. So um, wonderful. Thank you for having me, Rick. Uh, All right. I appreciate you. Thank you very much.